Hello and welcome back to the Pediatric Care Podcast with Dr. Raghu Cassetti. Dr. Raghu Cassetti is a pediatrician at St. Francis Hospital and Pediatric Clerkship Director at MSU UP Region. In today's podcast, we'll be going over several examples of clinical scenarios, and Dr. Cassetti will provide his analysis. Today's topic is children in respiratory distress. Our first case is Ellen, who is a two-year-old with moderate amount of wheezing. Ellen has a respiratory rate of 30, mild retractions. The child has moderate wheezing, no strider, no grunting, no cyanosis. The capillary blood gas showed pH of 7.47, PCO2 32, PO2 is 98. So in this case, uh, you can see that uh, there is suggestion of uh, intrathoracic airway obstruction because there is wheezing. It's mild retraction, so it's probably not that severe. The blood gas shows pH of 7.47, which is a little bit on the alkaline side. PCO2 is 32, which is a little bit on the low side. So there is a little bit of uh, PCO2 wash out. In mild asthma, often they have a little bit of tachypnea, hence they can have a little bit decreased PCO2. PO2 is uh, 98, which is normal. So this is a case of uh, mild bronchial asthma. In moderate bronchial asthma, typically the PCO2 is at the high end of normal range. In severe bronchial asthma, there is a very high PCO2. Our next case is Gail, who is a four-year-old with um, severe wheezing. Gail has a severe retractions, a respiratory rate of 32. There is no strider, severe wheezing, no grunting, no cyanosis. The capillary blood gas showed pH of 7.20, PCO2 is 78, PO2 is 58. pH indic- is significantly low, suggestive of uh, severe acidosis. PCO2 is 78, suggestive of uh, respiratory problems, so it is a severe respiratory acidosis. PO2 is also decreased at 58 as the patient has severe wheezing with uh, compromised blood gases. We have to think about severe bronchial asthma. Just to summarize, uh, when we see a patient, we are looking at uh, the vital signs. Um, If there is a significantly increased respiratory rate, that suggests that there is a respiratory compromise. Decreased respiratory rate would often suggest that there is a respiratory suppression probably at the central level. It can also be seen to some extent with uh, metabolic uh, alkalosis. When there is retractions again, the child is working hard, suggestive of uh, respiratory problem although sometimes retractions can be seen with the cardiac cases as well. 
cyanosis suggests that there is a oxygenation issue. The most important respiratory sounds are wheezing, stridor and grunting. Grunting often suggests that there is a alveolar problem. There could be some surfactant deficiency. In this case, the airways collapse very easily. I'm talking about the alveoli. I usually give the analogy of uh, a thick and thin balloon. The alveoli, if they are deficient in uh, surfactant, the compliance is uh, decreased. So they tend to, it's harder to open up and they tend to close easily. So this is often seen in uh, uh, neonatal uh, respiratory distress syndrome or hyaline membrane disease because of the surfactant deficiency, the alveoli don't open as easily or they collapse more easily. To prevent that, the vocal cords tend to close, delaying the exhalation phase. This is more like a self-peep in a ventilator, peak and expiratory pressure. People sometimes call grunting as self-peep. This increases the intraalveolar pressure trying to keep the alveoli open. So by this sound we can say you know there is probably an alveolar pathology. Strider is often due to extrathoracic airway obstruction because the airway is surrounded by positive pressure compared to intrathoracic airways. By Bernoulli principle, if the velocity increases, the lateral pressure drops. During inspiration, the velocity of the air entry into the trachea is increased, so the lateral pressure drops. Hence, during inspiration, the airways tend to close in the extrathoracic portion of the trachea, causing strider. During exhalation phase, the velocity of the air movement in the trachea is decreased because the ex exhalation phase is a more passive process. Hence, there is less tendency for the airway to collapse by Bernoulli principle. Hence, strider is uh, primarily due to extrathoracic uh, airway obstruction. Wheezing, on the other hand, is due to intrathoracic airway obstruction. The obstruction could be in the intrathoracic portion of the trachea or primary bronchus, secondary bronchus, tertiary bronchus and so on. The intrathoracic airway obstruction could be within the lumen or it could be in the wall of the airway or it could be an extrinsic compression. The extrinsic compression could be due to vascular ring or a lymph node enlargement or a tumor. The airway wall is thickened in bronchial asthma or in certain infections that can cause wheezing. In the lumen, if there is an obstruction, we hear wheezing as well. It could be due to thick secretions, mucus plug or a foreign body aspiration could be a peanut and so on. By these three sounds, you can often localize the site of pathology.
I hope uh, you enjoyed the podcast on respiratory distress. Thank you for listening. See you until next time.